You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. EE Full Fiber Broadband can handle working from home however you want to work. 100 monitors set up for hyper-productivity? Yep, 100 motivational songs at once to force yourself out of bed? Easy. A hundred video calls at the same time? Sure, if you really want to. With EE Full Fiber, you can connect a hundred devices in your home. This is broadband that can handle anything. This is EE Full Fiber, powered by BT. 18.3% UK availability. Check coverage at ee.co.uk. December 1996, 12-year-old Selena Mays would disappear without a trace only two weeks before she was due to give birth. Some say she ran away to be with the baby's father and to escape a bad home life, whilst others believe she was murdered to cover up the truth of her baby's paternity. All is known more than 25 years later is that no trace of what happened to this beautiful and full-of-life preteen and her baby have ever been found. This is Selena's story. From all appearances, Selena Mays was a happy 12-year-old. She lived on this quiet suburban street in Willingboro with family. She sang in her church choir. But nine months before her December 1996 disappearance, she was 11 and became pregnant. She went missing in the middle of the night, as her father reported to us. She did not give birth yet. She was nine months pregnant. Willingboro Police Detective Monica Pogorzelski inherited the 25-year-old cold case, an investigation that has failed to conclude where is Selena. It's still, we're not sure. We have uh, investigated over 254 leads throughout the past 25 years. Uh, recently, we've had four more leads that we're now investigating. Detectives say the Mays family had a very strong connection to this Mount Holly church. It's been closed for more than 10 years, but was known as the Gospel of Christ Ministry. The former pastor is now deceased and other church leaders unreachable. It hasn't been easy for police, though. Their early efforts to obtain a search warrant blocked by a judge, frustrating their attempts to get answers. Selena Jeanette Mays was born May 28, 1984, to parents Lynn Vital and Sorenzo Jarrell Mays, or CJ as he was more commonly known. And this is what we'll call him in this episode because, if anything, it just makes it easier for me. Lynn worked as an exotic dancer and CJ was a musician. Lynn and CJ were never married. But unfortunately, their relationship was riddled with domestic violence, drug addiction and substance abuse. The young family would move from Miami to Palmyra, Florida in 1986, hoping for a fresh start. But even then, CJ would face several criminal charges involving domestic abuse and drug use. This toxic relationship ended like most do when they involve children with a bitter custody battle over who would take care of Selena. 
Lynn and CJ both believed they were best equipped to care for the toddler. With a lot of unsubstantiated accusations going back and forth between the former couple, and Lynn and CJ both had valid arguments. Both had turned their lives around. Lynn had stopped using. She left her job as an exotic dancer and she secured employment as a janitor at a local school. CJ had also become sober and quote-unquote found God. Ultimately, the judge ruled in favour of Lynn and she retained majority custody of little Selena. Unfortunately, the joy Lynn had starting her new life with her daughter, Lynn would later be described as a loving and attentive mother. It was over way too soon. In 1994, Lynn would die of a brain aneurysm, leaving 10-year-old Selena's future again uncertain. After her mother's death, Selena would live with some of her mother's friends while her maternal aunts fought for custody. CJ believing the only reason they did not want him in Selena's life was because he was black and they were white, something they adamantly deny to this day. As a general rule in custody disputes, the courts do prefer the child to be with their natural parents, so custody was awarded to CJ, and he would move from Florida to Willingboro in Burlington County, New Jersey, in hopes of providing a better life for his daughter. His sister, Pastor Sarita Smith, was looking for a reliable person to keep track of the financials and bookkeep for her congregation of the Gospel of Christ Church, a congregation of between 50 and 60 members, and CJ was the perfect fit. She provided the father and daughter accommodation in her family home on Washington Street, the church's hub, where as many as 15 other people lived at any given time. EE Full Fiber Broadband can handle working from home however you want to work. 100 monitors set up for hyper-productivity? Yep, 100 motivational songs at once to force yourself out of bed? Easy. 100 video calls at the same time? Sure, if you really want to. With EE Full Fiber, you can connect 100 devices in your home. This is broadband that can handle anything. This is EE Full Fiber, powered by BT. 18.3% UK availability. Check coverage at ee.co.uk. Whether Selena was happy here, it is debatable and dependent on who you ask, because every aspect of her life was intertwined with the church. The rules set a strict curfew and limited social outings and contact with people and friends from outside the church. Her education would even be homeschooling with the church's other kids in her own home, her home being the hub for all of the church's activities. According to her father, CJ, Selena was happy and quick-witted and just your normal pre-teen. She settled into her new life with ease, joining the church's choir, something that she loved doing and was by all accounts an amazing singer. Selena's half-brother would later recall fondly that Selena thought Barney the Dinosaur was stupid and she would sing the Barney song, changing the words to be humorous. Quote, So every time I see Barney, that's what I think of. Unquote. Her mother's family would tell a different story. Her aunts would later claim that CJ would not allow Selena to talk with them, where CJ claims Selena wanted to cut off all contact with them 
and on the few occasions they did speak to her after she moved in with her father, they claimed Selena sounded depressed and different, not her usual bubbly self. The Gospel of Christ Ministry Church was also going through some rough times. Former members were speaking out about the church's radical views and Pastor Sarita Smith, Selena's aunt, Sarita's authoritarian style of leading her congregation. When later interviewed about Selena's disappearance, former church member Mayo Goldman would be quoted as saying, They say Selena had no contact with the outside world. That sounds absolutely right to me. They want to shut you off from outside communication, unquote. And all of this will come into play when we discuss theories later on. But in 1991, the Gospel of Christ Ministry Church was actually deregistered as a member church of the Christ Gospel Ministries International, whose religious teachings Sarita was supposed to be following for her congregation. And the Christ Gospel Ministries International are a Pentecostal denomination religion of more than 1,100 member churches, so they are no means a small religious entity. But this deregistration came after a major review of Sarita's membership and how she ran things. The review ultimately found her, quote, philosophy of church leadership and her management of financial matters to be incompatible with our philosophy and policies, unquote. It seems that after this point, the gospel of Christ ministry just went rogue. From all reports, the situation would become even more radical and more authoritarian, with the congregation becoming more isolated from the world outside the church. Sometime around Selena's 12th birthday, she would learn that she was pregnant. So yes, Selena would have conceived at 11 years old. Now, regardless if this was consensual or not, this is rape. Honestly, an 11-year-old child is not equipped mentally or emotionally to consent to sex at that age. So I don't care if the other person involved is a boy her age or someone older who would know better. Selena having sex and falling pregnant at 11 years old is rape. No discussion necessary. Now, Selena would keep this pregnancy a secret for many months. Maybe she was scared of what her family would think given their religious beliefs. Maybe she was scared her family would make her have an abortion and she wanted to keep the baby. Maybe she thought, as any child would, if you ignore the problem, it'll go away. Maybe she was protecting the father of the child. Maybe it was a combination of everything. But Selena would not tell her family about the pregnancy until she was six months pregnant, with the baby's due date being determined to be December 29, 1996. It's not clear how the decision was made, but the decision was made that Selena would be keeping the baby. I would say this would have been because of the family's strong religious beliefs. She was seeing an obstetrician and appeared to be excited about the baby and very protective. She was attending all her medical appointments and taking all of her prenatal vitamins. Her obstetrician later describing Selena as an emotionally mature girl. Now, given Selena's age and that the obstetrician would have been a mandatory reporter, a report should have been filed with Child Protective Services. However, despite all of our research, there is no mention of this happening or CPS's involvement. That's not to say it didn't happen, but there is no record of it. 
So of course Selena's family wanted to know who the father was, but Selena was refusing to divulge his identity. According to the Charlie Project, all Selena would tell them was that he was 16 years old and not a member of their church, but she refused to reveal his identity more than that. However, she would then change her story and tell CJ the father was 18 years old. And then she would later tell her obstetrician the father was her boyfriend and he was 16 years old. Selena's refusal to name the father allegedly angered CJ, and he threatened her with paternity tests, but she remained steadfast in her decision to keep the father's identity a secret. Now, Selena's aunt has stated that she believes the baby's father was a boy not much older than Selena, whom she had befriended when she and her friends went roller skating in Camden County, New Jersey, one of the few outside church-sanctioned activities they were allowed to take part in. And this makes sense if the father was not a member of the church. Given Selena's lack of opportunity to meet and communicate with boys outside the church, It is important to note that there is no statute of limitations for rape in New Jersey. So even to this day, if the baby's father is ever identified, he could still be charged with rape due to Selena's young age at the time she got pregnant. And I think this becomes particularly important when we consider what happened to Selena, but more on that later. December 13th, 1996. Selena attended what would be her last obstetrician appointment. The baby was healthy and she was healthy. Her doctor would later report that Selena seemed happy and well and didn't seem concerned about anything. Two days later, December 15, 1996, this was just a typical day for Selena. She would spend the day doing church activities before attending a service that night the family would come home and eat a dinner that Selena's cousin had prepared. Again, Selena was in high spirits. She actively participated in the dinner conversation and finished her entire plate of food. The family then ate some ice cream and Selena helped clear the dishes. And then, seemingly out of nowhere, Selena tells the same cousin that prepared dinner, quote-unquote, thanks for everything. Her family now believing this thank you to her cousin was her saying goodbye. Honestly, though, I do struggle reading that much into it. Her cousin just prepared an entire dinner. It may have just been Selena thanking her for cooking. But I would hope Selena's family would know her better than me. So maybe I'm disregarding the comment too flippantly. I don't know. Regardless, at about 11pm... Selena then said her goodnights to her family and went to bed, her family not knowing this would be the last time they would ever see her. Little did her family know that only a few short hours later, Selena would stuff pillows and blankets into her bed to make it look like she was still in bed. She would grab a couple of personal mementos, items that have never been officially revealed what they are publicly, and then she left into the night. Selena did not take any extra clothing with her, no personal belongings. She did not take her prenatal vitamins that she took like clockwork every day. She left her purse. Everything was left behind. These would be Selena's last known movements. 
The next morning, December 16, 1996, Selena's stepmother would send her four-year-old daughter, Selena's stepsister, upstairs to wake Selena for breakfast. The little girl would find her sister gone with a setup to hide her disappearance for as long as possible. CJ was not initially concerned. Due to her attempt to conceal leaving the house, he simply thought Selena had run away and would return soon. Selena would not be reported missing until the following day. Police immediately commenced a large-scale search for the pregnant 12-year-old. There was some urgency there to find her as she was 38 weeks pregnant, and due to her being so young, she would not be able to have a vaginal birth and would need a caesarean section. She wouldn't be able to hide away and have a baby secretly at home. She would need medical care and she would need it very soon. Missing persons flyers were posted all over town, but Selena was nowhere to be found. As is a normal situation with any investigation into a missing child, CJ and the rest of the family living in the home, police wanted to question them. However, the family and the church quickly closed ranks and provided little cooperation for the investigation. Sarita and CJ in particular refused to be interviewed. They refused to take polygraphs. They refused to allow the police to search the home. All in all, I don't necessarily have a problem with this. I understand the urgency, and myself in this situation, I would want the police to clear me as quickly as possible to find my child. But I am also very aware of police procedure, and would want a lawyer present. However, Sarita and CJ did not even do this. So officers filed for a warrant to search the home, but this request was also denied. A judge ruled the Mays and the Smiths could be considered victims in this situation, especially since CJ placed a complaint, claiming police demonstrated bias against his family when taking initial statements. Soon the first weeks of the investigation and Selena's due date came and went. There would be no reports of anyone matching Selena's description giving birth to a child at any of the local hospitals. This was heartbreaking for her family, especially her maternal side, because from my research, they really did all they could to aid in the search. The issue being, they really hadn't been a part of Selena's life for some time and were just in the dark as the police were. Her aunt Norrell would say, quote, To me, it would be better to know her state of being, if she was with us or not with us. Unquote. And then the weeks would turn into months and then years, and where we are now, 25 years later. Unfortunately, the case went cold and cold very quickly. In March of 1999, Advanced Polybag Incorporated came together with the National Centre for Missing and Exploited Children. They had Selena's picture along with the details of her disappearance printed on 18 million plastic grocery bags. These bags were then distributed at Pathmark supermarkets, and this actually helped bring in 15 or so more tips. There have been numerous unconfirmed sightings of Selena Mays over the years, generally by herself and not with a child in tow. 
Right after her disappearance, Selena was supposedly spotted in Lacey in Hopewell Townships, which is not far from Mount Holly, New Jersey, where she lived. But these leads never panned out. One of the more promising leads came on January 25, 1997. An owner of a sizzler restaurant in Hawaii told police he saw Selena dining with a group. The girl came in with a pastor and several other people, including a photographer. She wasn't pregnant and didn't have a baby with her. Police did follow up on this tip. However, ultimately, it was determined the girl was not Selena. Then another lead was received in 1999 from New York, New Jersey. This tipster stated they knew of a 17-year-old girl living in the area with their three-year-old child. The pair was either Hispanic or mixed descent. Again, authorities followed up on the tip, but it led to a dead end. The following year, one of Selena's friends claimed to have seen her near Lyons Mountain in New York. But authorities were never able to confirm this sighting either. The last confirmed sighting would come in 2002. The lead detective on Selena's case would hold a press conference and state that a woman resembling Selena was seen on a Wawa convenience store security camera in Egg Harbor, New Jersey. Unfortunately, I could not find any reference of this being determined either way. There have been quite a few theories in this case that are mentioned on Unsolved Mysteries and True Crime forums. One being because CJ and Sarita and the rest of her paternal family were not cooperative with the investigation. That maybe they or the church did something with her. There were accusations coming from both sides of Selena's family. CJ would very vocally declare that because of the custody battle, because Selena's mother, Lynn's family, did not like him, that they had taken Selena and were hiding her and the baby. But on the other side, Lynn's family were accusing CJ or the church for doing something to her, and they had gotten rid of the problem. Cindy Cram, Selena's maternal aunt, would state, quote, My feeling about it right away was that she was not alive. Sometimes you go with your gut feeling, and I still don't feel like she is alive. I think they shut her up. It has been mentioned that perhaps CJ was the baby's father, and that he killed his daughter to cover that up. This would be one of the very few times CJ would be outspoken in Selena's disappearance. He told police and then the media he would provide reports showing he had a vasectomy two years earlier. His doctor would also go on record to support this meaning there was no possibility CJ could be the father. Selena's cousin, Sean Smith, and Smith is Sarita's son, who was also living in the house where Selena was living at the time. Smith was also accused of impregnating her. Police would question him several times, but he denied ever having sex with Selena. Interestingly, in January 1998, Smith would be charged with aggravated sexual assault on two minor females aged 13 and 16 years old, and these girls were members of his church. It's not clear if this case ever went to court, or if Smith faced any jail time over the sexual assaults. Smith is now an adult. He has seven children to four different women, and he's married to the mother of four of these children. 
Selena's aunt, Sarita Smith, believed that possibly some disgruntled former church members had taken Selena and were hiding her. And yet other family members believed it was actually the baby's father who lured Selena out of the home and then murdered her to protect himself. Because if Selena was gone and the baby was never born, there would be no paternity test and his identity would never be revealed, thus protecting himself from any criminal charges. I do think the likelihood of Selena running away and being remained hidden for that long by anyone, regardless who was there to help her, it is very unlikely, especially considering she had a high-risk pregnancy and then a young baby. Add on to that, Lynn left Selena a large life insurance policy when she died. It was worth around $50,000, which she would have been eligible to claim when she was 18. And at 18, Selena was an adult and would no longer have to return to her father. But this life insurance policy has never been claimed, and there has been no trace of Selena or her baby since. Police did mention at the time that it was possible Selena could have been living under a different name, even unaware that police were looking for her. And this was solely based on CJ and Sarita and the church's lack of cooperation. That maybe she was hidden out with another church member in another state. However, again, here we are, edging towards three decades later. I don't believe Selena would be clueless that she was a missing person at this point. Some theorise that Selena never wanted to have the baby, which is why she didn't tell her father until way into the pregnancy, knowing that he would force her to go through with the birth. So maybe she ran away to have a late-term abortion. But her obstetrician insisted Selena never brought up the possibility of abortion ever, and that she always talked about looking forward to motherhood, always asking a lot of questions and taking an active role in ensuring the pregnancy was healthy. She showed a lot of concern over the baby and was extremely protective already. Also, given there was only two weeks to go, this also means an abortion is unlikely. But then maybe also more likely, it could have been an amateur abortion gone wrong. And finally, it has been suggested that rather than intending to run away for good, or rather than being a victim of a planned kidnapping or murder plot, that maybe Selena had just snuck out of the house to see a friend, or a hook up with her boyfriend, or maybe go to a party that she knew her family would not let her go to otherwise, and that because she didn't take any extra clothes or her purse or her prenatal vitamins, because of this she always intended on returning home before morning, and she set up her bed that way, so if her dad or stepmom checked on her during the night, the lump of pillows and blankets in her bed just looked like Selena sleeping, the perfect crime. But then something happened, and she ended up being a victim of foul play. The issue being with all of these theories is that there is literally no evidence that any of them are the case. There is no trace of Selena, no solid sightings. She did not have a history of running away. She was happy and excited about the baby. There is just no standout theory, at least from my point of view anyway. CJ Mays would die on September 29, 2017, at age 63. 
and then in 2019, Sarita Smith and what was remaining of the Gospel of Christ Ministries moved out of their Crestview Drive home. It is not known where they went or where they are now. Police today are still as puzzled as they were the day she was reported missing, but continually involving forensic technology may change that. Today, if she was alive and if she successfully gave birth, Selena's a 37-year-old mother with a 25-year-old child. In 2017, Willingboro Police released an age-enhanced photo showing what Selena might look like at age 33, hoping the image would restart the case. Lieutenant Chris Vetter said, quote, The hope is to keep her face in the public view. Someone will see it. Someone will remember something. Unquote. And then in December 2021, another age-progressed image of Selena was released showing her at age 37. Police hoping someone will recognise her, quote, Selena has not been forgotten, and we are still committed to finding her through the ongoing investigation, unquote. Maybe someone will see one of these photos and wonder why their friend's mother is reported missing. Or maybe someone will recognise her as a co-worker, not realising they work the same shifts with someone who's the subject of one of the most high-profile cold cases in the history of New Jersey. Or maybe the rumours are true, and the 12-year-old known for being wise beyond her years had her life tragically cut short after she vanished without a trace. Selena Mays was 12 years old at the time of her disappearance. She was 5 foot and 120 pounds. Selena is biracial with long, wavy black hair and brown eyes. Selena's eyebrows grow together. At the time of her disappearance, she was about two weeks away from giving birth. She may have been wearing a long red coat when she left her home in the middle of that December night in 1996. If Selena is still alive today, she would be 37 years old and her baby 25 years old. If you have any information regarding the disappearance of Selena Mays, please contact the Willingboro Police Department on 609 877-2253. If you have your own thoughts on the case we discussed today, or any case we talk about on Stolen Lives, please search Stolen Lives on Facebook. Like the page so you don't miss any episode and join the discussion group to share your ideas and theories. You can also talk to us on Twitter, search lives underscore stolen, and on Instagram, Stolen Lives Podcast. If you like what you heard today, please share on your social media of choice and rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or your favourite podcast app. This week's episode was researched, written, hosted by me, Ali. Music is by Mayu. Fiber broadband can handle working from home however you want to work. A hundred monitors set up for hyper productivity? Yep. A hundred motivational songs at once to force yourself out of bed? Easy. A hundred video calls at the same time? Sure, if you really want to. 
With EE Full Fiber, you can connect 100 devices in your home. This is broadband that can handle anything. This is EE Full Fiber, powered by BT. 18.3% UK availability. Check coverage at ee.co.uk. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply.